You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Please remember that all of the information in this podcast episode is limited to general information only. That means the information is not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So you should seek the advice of a licensed and trusted financial professional before acting on the information. And before you acquire or apply for a financial product, please read the PDS or product disclosure statement, which should be available on the issuer's website. Lastly, please keep in mind that past performance is not indicative of future performance. Welcome back to the Australian Finance Podcast Radio, where we're talking about 21 ways to save and invest your money in 2021. Kate, welcome to the episode. Good to be back, Owen, for a third year running, as we were debating before, but it has it is our third year. Yes, that does not mean that we've done three years. It means that we are turning three. Yeah. Well, we have turned three. Turning two, but it's the third year. So we've we, done two years. We started in January 2019 and now it's January 2021. So into the third year. Into the third year. Fantastic. Um, so big year ahead. Yeah. I mean, we only were planning to do 10 episodes to start with and uh, look what's happened. So uh, it's all going to be very exciting this year. We've got a lot planned. We've um, been doing a little bit of planning for the year. So hopefully we're bringing lots of interesting interviews and conversations your way. Mm-hmm. To kick things off. Everyone loves a good checklist. Yes. Um, And we know you love a list. Google knows you love a list. So um, we've got 21 ways you can improve your saving and investing in 2021. And we've tried to mix it up a bit with some more out there suggestions. I mean, I've asked our listener community. I've asked my dad. um, (laughs) Owen's added what he thinks. So we've just got a few different ideas. Um, Of course, there's a million and one saving and investing tips that you can follow, but here's 21 we've got for you. Um, So yeah, hopefully by the end of this episode, you can take one take action and um, if you've got more ideas uh, following this episode we'd love for you to join our listener online community we'll put the link in the description and share yours there as well yeah um, some of the best ones although we've done a very good job here Kate uh, some of the best ones are from the community so we want to hear what you have and maybe next year we can make it 
a hundred ways to save and invest <laughs> in 2022. Okay. Bigger and better. We're going to try and, because we've got 21. And yes. 21 being the last two digits of the year. Kate, <sighs> we're going to try and keep it concise. I didn't think we had to make that explicit, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Um, so let's just do like a quick fire. Yeah. So we're starting with our savings ideas for 2021. So firstly putting your unwanted Christmas presents on Gumtree or returning if possible because you've probably got stuff from December that you didn't want, uh, you didn't need, and it's going to sit at the back of the cupboard like a juicer. Uh, so if you can, get rid of it or return it um, or find someone else that you can give it to or re-gift it to. FYI, if you got a $100 uh, juicer for Christmas with the sales that happened in January... It could be a $50 juicer. So take a bag, buy it from the other shop, save some money in the process. Good one, Kate. <laughs> Kate the Christmas Grinch. Boo. <laughs> Number two. So cancel your unused entertainment subscriptions while the sun's out. Oh, that's a good one. Go for a hike and explore your nearby suburbs. If in doubt, cancel your credit slash debit card, cut it up, spit on it and burn it, and then do a bit of a, a song and dance. It's a great way to do it. I actually, my, my debit card expired recently. And the amount of stuff that I had built up yeah well yeah so i i just think it's it's time to get outside you don't need three uh entertainment subscriptions yeah well i've got four <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't say that <laughs> over to you number three uh set up your account automation so you can crush your savings goals this year this is pretty straightforward i've talked a lot about automating your finances in the past but you often get too busy to do it so take some time this month set it all up and just let it go on autopilot this year if it's going to help you Automate it. Cool. Number four, get some food for the freezer slash pantry that can be used for a quick meal when you're tired or lazy. No $6.99 delivery fee inside Soz Uber. Actually, um, I did this this week. Just a simple pasta on a Sunday. You can use it for lunches later on the week. I'm one set, step worse. I just have a pack of fish fingers in the freezer. Fish fingers? <laughs> they're, well, a, they're a good meal if you get home at 9 o'clock after work, you're tired, you just put them... Like five fish fingers in the oven and they're, you're done. Dinner's sorted. Are they actually made out of real fish or are they just like uh, enough. the gummy It bit? tastes fishy. Okay. I don't know. Well, I've got chicken, so I'll just get the eggs instead. But good one. Yeah. Number five. Uh, so this is, this a, is tip. a fun one. <laughs> this is a tip from my dad. This is his great suggestion. So for those with a partner, sharing one large coffee between two rather than two separate coffees. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how that will go down if you're coffee people, but um, it's a suggestion, so there you go. Yeah, I, I was trying to think about this. I drink soy and my partner drinks just skinny milk. I don't think I could do it. But if mm. you do drink the same thing, like maybe you're both decaf, lattes, turmeric, whatever, maybe you can. It sounds sounds reasonable because, I mean, if you just base it purely on size, the little one yeah. in Melbourne at least is sometimes like four or five, maybe not five dollars, four dollars. Yeah. Well, you're paying eight dollars for two small coffees, yeah. but maybe five dollars max six for a large coffee. So I don't yeah. know. I like it. There Good. we go. There's Synergies. a tip for you. <laughs> Synergies. Number six, is 2021 the year you start planning your meals for the week on a Sunday and meal prepping? That's exactly what we're just talking about. Give it a go. Well, you've got the energy this month, see if you can get the <laughs> habit in. We talk about little, you know, habits and feedback loops. Yeah. Um, like I said, pasta, it's such an easy thing to make on a Sunday. The only trick is that you can't cook the actual pastry bit um, on a Sunday and then try and freeze it for the week. You're better mm. off doing that on the day or just having it with rice if you're not very adventurous like me. <laughs> but it saves a lot of money. 
you know, yeah. a lot of money. And after talking to a few chefs and dietitians, their number one money-saving tip was really meal prepping. So that's definitely one that's recommended. Mm-hmm. All right. So number seven was a listener suggestion from Laura in our Facebook group, which was check if your bank or insurance company has a rewards program. So a lot of these um, companies, you can actually log in and they'll have some sort of marketplace where you can buy um real discount not discount cards uh you can buy gift cards at a discount so i mean i logged into one of my banks hmm. <laughs> the can other day and you could buy dimmicks which is like relevant to me you could get that at a four percent or five percent discount so if you're gonna buy something from there anyway you may as well get it at a discount right so this is like the racv like club rewards and all that sort of stuff yeah but it was like for large shops so that you could get woolies oh. card di- Woolies gift cards at a 4% discount. So that's an instant savings um, on your shopping bills. Is it like, surely there's a limit on that because like, if you go to Woolies every week, this is like a gold mine. You're going to save heaps of money. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't spent like thousands Just of dollars to test that. Just shop around, insurer every day. And, then <laughs> <laughs> um, and Laura also suggested sh- signing up for things like shop back cash rewards or honey. Do you um, use them? I have used cash rewards before um, and that worked well. Money got paid out. Mm-hmm. I, I own pay- shares in PayPal, which bought Honey, and Honey's uh, like the like I didn't even know existed until this. It is amazing. You just get yeah. it in like your Chrome browser, and it just searches for discount codes. Yeah, I mean, I could I even managed to get my mum on Honey, and she managed to be able to use it um, successfully, even though she struggles with online shopping. So um, that was a great suggestion. Uh, and, and Laura also mentioned that uh, unsubscribing from various uh, uh, retail shop email list Mm. because then you stop getting those sales getting pushed at you every day Um, and that's quite good if you're kind of that impulse purchase personality Mm. Um, so yeah really great suggestions there some great suggestions it's like three in one yeah so if you thanks laura if you've got any other tips definitely hit up our facebook community and share them there because i think everyone can benefit from different saving tips and tricks heaps of hacks yeah for sure okay so true kill bill style Call up your service providers, so gas, electricity, water. Oh, my God, we got our water bill yesterday. First proper one. Bad. <laughs> uh, and see if you can negotiate a better deal or pay six months in advance for a discount. Um, a big one uh, is consider moving to a prepaid mobile provider. So like, I don't know the, what they're running on these days, but I know you can get, for example, like Amazim or yeah. Aldi. And I'm that- using Circles, and that's been really cheap Circles. and great. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, mm. I don't know who uses that, but I think it's just got like Optus phone line underneath it. So, mm. yeah, it's really cheap and app's great. Very simple. Yeah, that's the thing. The Audi one's a bit clunky. I actually got it for my little sister. Mm. But um, it is really cheap, like really, really cheap. So it's just that whole, you know, BYO phone, yeah, which is probably the most expensive bit these days anyway. But um, here's a listener suggestion. Um, do we know who this comes from? Oh, I might have missed the name here. Yeah, but That's all right. Sorry in advance, but thank you for the for the tip. When your insurance renewal comes in and they always seem to go up, call the company and question the increase because you can save hundreds of dollars by not automatically accepting increases. This is such a good idea. Mm. And the thing is they don't reward loyalty. No. From my research into insurers, they do not reward loyalty. They rather give a new customer a discount. And same with like mortgage interest rates at banks. They don't care like if you're yeah. an existing customer. They just want to reward those new customers coming across. Absolutely. So similarly... Pay energy, uh, play energy providers off against each other, big savings to be had. If you don't have solar, do the numbers uh, with under two-year payback on initial outlay going forward could save thousands. That's a mm. fantastic. This is like four in one. I love it. Have you considered solar yet? For your we have, yeah, but we're going to replace our roof. And, okay, um, so you've got a yeah, few things to go first. We've got a perfect roof for it. It faces like north, just off north, and mm. it's, it's perfect. It's a lot of sun, so yeah. 
That's oh. I have to build the roof first, which is going to be expensive. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do an episode on Before solar power in 2022. <laughs> uh, okay, number nine. So if you've got a spare room, garage, car park, boat, car, caravan, pretty much anything nowadays, find a way mm. to rent it out and get some extra money into your savings this year. So that could even be a side hustle. I mean, I like it's crazy how popular renting out a car park is nowadays. So you can mm. pretty much rent anything. So just um, yeah, well we saw that a lot. So we lived in an apartment building. Um, and you had to use like a swipe tag to get down to the secure car park. Yeah. And we were right opposite the train line. And um, people would, you could tell, they, they actually put letters in letterboxes to say, does anyone want to lease this? Or um, then you could tell that people didn't live there. They were, they'd obviously got a tag from somewhere, from someone. And then they just go in and park there rather than try and risk yeah. a parking ticket. You know, 50 bucks a week, whatever it is. Some people pay a lot of money for that. So really interesting. Cool. Number 10, try growing your own herbs. <laughs> And salad ingredients. Good one, Kate. <laughs> if it's only a few posts on the balcony, uh, if it's only a few pots on the balcony. So we've got this. We've just got the essentials like rosemary mm. and all that type of stuff. It's actually a bit of fun. Yeah. I find the hardest one to grow is actually basil. But um, if you just stick it on your windowsill near your kitchen sink so you can give it water every day, it's actually a pretty good pretty good one. Um, you know, probably more cost effective than buying packaged fresh herbs from the supermarket. And it makes your meals a bit tastier. Oh, yeah. Especially fresh basil. I mean, that uplifts any meal. Oh, it doesn't. And if you eat a pasta lot, mm. oh, yeah, it's yeah. a must. Okay. Sorry. Number, uh, so, we're, actually, before we get to number <laughs> explain what they are. Yeah. So, now we're moving on to some investing ideas for you. So, this is mm-hmm. a, a whole range of different things, um, not our traditional uh, buy an ETF, but we're getting a bit more interesting here. Mm-hmm. So, number 11 is invest in your health. And although one of the girls at work pointed out that this was a bit morbid, I said no point being wealthy and dead. So Agreed. (laughs) Can't take it with you. Nope. Um, A gym subscription isn't necessarily a waste of money if you actually use it. So I know a lot of people always have New Year's resolutions to join the gym and get fit. So actually use it if you pay for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Also... Owen needs to go to the dentist. Um, Maybe get a checkup, sort out your nutrition, just... It's worth investing in your health. I mean, we often neglect it as we're so focused on investing and saving as much as possible, but I think it's really important and, and critical for everyone to focus on this. And if you do get a health insurer, <laughs> remember that den- dental work and all that sort of stuff is typically on your extras. Yeah. So um, unless it's emergency surgery in your mouth, which ouch. No, so you have to get that in this typical waiting period. So um, think about that. But yes, uh, good point. No point being wealthy and dead. <laughs> Number 12, focus on paying down your high interest debt. So anything over 10%, I'd say is yuck. Mm. Um, it needs to go. So this is a boring one. Just domino your debts, start small, and then use that momentum and that habit of paying back debt to squash the rest. Yeah, absolutely. So number 13, if you own your own home, maybe you could take on a small renovation project to oh improve God. your home's value, which Owen knows all <laughs> about. Uh, but I would recommend... Before sinking 50K into that pool renovation, you actually do your research and see if it's worth it, will it improve your home's value? Because I know a lot of people just go straight into renovations without like doing any costing or mm-hmm. looking at what else is in the area. So, um, yeah. Kate said <laughs> sinking 50K into the pool, yeah. people. Owen thought that was very funny. <laughs> I don't know if I did it on purpose. No, it was a good one. Um, yeah, so most people underestimate how expensive it is to renovate a house. Um, it can be even more expensive if you have no idea what you're doing. But um, get quotes from at least three people. Um, try and learn a bit. YouTube is the ultimate place mm. to go to learn about what 
actually happens when a renovation takes place. Even if you just sit through like three how to plaster a wall things on YouTube, at least when the plaster comes out, you can speak their lingo or at least understand what they're saying so they don't pull the wall over your eyes. <laughs> Number 14, invest in a set of hair clippers and get your partner slash loved one slash someone you don't love very much to do your hair. It's a great ROI if they're good. Otherwise, it can be entertaining. I Yeah, basically prep for the next pandemic. <laughs> um, I did this. Yes, I did this. you had an interesting haircut for yeah, a month or so. I did. And um, Sarah was really nervous when she was doing it. But I was like, come on, just cut it. Who cares? <laughs> um, I mean, middle of the pandemic, who's going to see it? But um, yeah, I mean, it's going to save money. We worked it out. If she spends, I think it was something like, if she spends $160 to get the whole zhuzh every two or three months, I actually go every month because my hair grows quick, but I only spent $30 or $40, which is still a bit of money. Mm. It actually, I think it worked out that I spent more over a year. Did you get a beer though? No, I didn't. Can oh. you get a beer? I thought that's why guys pay that $30 or $40 cost of the hairdressers so they can get the beer. No, I just pay <laughs> extra for convenience because I'm a schmuck. Yeah. I'm a sucker. According to Mr. Money Mustache. <laughs> Number 15. Probably. Uh, invest in reusable things like straws, drink bottles, containers. Um, and there are some places that help you reuse things like detergents or clearing liquids. Uh, sorry, cleaning liquids. I mean, there's a, I know there's a, I think it's called The Source, but it's a chain oh, yeah. across like Victoria. And I think there's one in Canberra I saw as well. Um, but you can actually take in your jar and fill it up with um, dishwashing detergent or shampoo or things like that so you can keep reusing your containers and just fill it up there and you can um, take your container and fill it up with oats and they just pay you pay based on weight so that's a good way to reduce waste as well good for your wallet good for the environment everyone wins yeah okay number 16 if you're brand new to investing um, you can set a goal of investing you know 500 or a thousand dollars this year um, you know just to get comfortable with it i think this is a really good one you don't go from zero to 100 straight away, although people do think you can, particularly on some <laughs> Facebook communities, get rich slowly. The three, the, Out of those three words, get rich quick, mm. the, the, the most important words are the first two, just get rich. If you take away the quick, um, just focus on getting rich, you, it actually changes your worldview of what's actually important and the investments and how you go about it. So number 16, just start. Yeah. Get a brokerage account, micro-investing, whatever, whatever you, you find yeah. works if for you, you. If you've never started, make that your goal in 2021 just put your put your pinky toe in the water and bit by bit you'll get comfortable as you learn more mm -hmm. all right number 17 is very important one to us it's invest in your education and whether that's courses books lessons experiences it's always worth it and uh, Owen just put in here to remember <laughs> to tell you that uh, our RASC education courses are free. Including so. Kate's fire course, which took her the better part of a year to do. So check uh, it out. A pandemic project. Didn't we all have one? PPs. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, great. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. any education. And this is the thing. It doesn't have to be formal, right? No. Like some of the best courses you can do nowadays uh, not through a university. I mean, I mm -hmm. enrolled the other day in a great course that's on sort of like the history of financial markets and scams and things throughout the ages, which is just sort of interesting to learn about investment history. And uh, that was, I think it was like a hundred bucks, but it was by just a whole group of people who are passionate, some lecturers and just all sorts of people putting that knowledge out there and just preparing it in a package for sale. And uh, you don't have to go for a formal institution for that. And if you think you're paying like five grand maybe for a university subject that you're not paying for many years because of the hex system maybe paying a hundred dollars or twenty dollars for a book isn't actually like mm. out there like it's worth paying for some courses sometimes 
Kevin, I don't know if you'd want me to say this, who is an analyst at, <laughs> at RAS, he said he reckons you learned more about investing from Twitter than he did from his master's degree. Mm. Um, we, won't, we won't mention <laughs> the uni, maybe, but um, it's true. There's so much good information out there if you know what to look for. Um, and Charlie Munger was a, is a big one on this, billionaire investor, partner of Warren Buffett at Berkshire Hathaway. He says, you know, he even though he was a really good lawyer earlier in the day, he recognized that the most important hour of his day was the hour that he spent on himself. Mm. So that's, you know, knowledge compounds faster than money. So if you can, learn, learn, learn. Yeah, and also that like most of the people that, work in our team we have business maybe commerce degrees finance degrees but that's not where we learn about investing and i think a lot of people have mm. the misconception that they need to have xyz qualifications or training to be able to invest their money and you absolutely don't most of us figured it out online oh, yeah. and through books and through just trawling through google so you definitely don't need to have a formal qualification to learn about investing finance people are often the worst with money yeah they're just it's i don't know it's just terrible <laughs> Like it's it's really bad, and for me to say that, it, it, it's like you you you're supposed to be studying this stuff, but you go to academia and it just it's just crap what you learn. Mm. Honestly, like anyway, that's a whole nother <laughs> series of podcasts. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think I'm up next. Number eighteen. Sort out your investment goals and plan for the year. How much are you going to invest every week, month, fortnight, whatever it might be, quarter? How are you going to invest it? What are you going to be investing in? Let's say you you can scratch out $500 mm. a month. Um, that's the first big rock out of your, or in your jar. It should be one of them alongside, you know, living expenses, of course. Put that into a brokerage account or to your investing app or whatever you use into your Vanguard fund, whatever you're doing, just put it aside. Um, if you're like me, you probably need a prompt. So set a reminder in Google, Apple, Microsoft, whatever. Yeah. Awesome. Number 19. So this is if you've already got your core portfolio set up. So you've You've set up your sort of diversified exposure to some of the key asset classes. Maybe you want to explore the idea of a thematic ETF. And we actually discussed this back in twenty late 2020 um, with ETF securities about what thematic ETFs are and different themes you can explore. Um, but this is how you can express your views in a certain sector. And that could be healthcare, tech, robotics, or even a specific country. And um, one of those <laughs> that I know ETF securities offers is India. So there you go. Whoa, the hot tip. We've got it down here. Kate's hot tip. India, 2021. It's happening, people. A disclosure, I have never invested in an ETF that invests in the Indian market. Okay. But there you go. Something different if you want to spice up your investing life. Spice up. I see what you did there. Nice one, Kate. Number 20. I would say research your own company. So mm. if you're going to invest in an individual share of a company, go out and learn about the company. And then, you know, after you've done your research... Buy the stock, buy $500 worth. Mm. It will be super empowering for you. Um, you know, and so I, I would say make this your goal. Spend five hours reading the company's websites, annual reports, or just watching YouTube videos of what that actually sells um, and then put $500 into it. I mean, that's going to be a lot of money. So it's, it's the real deal. It might not be a lot of money for you. I don't know. But it'll help you learn what it takes to invest and then write down what you read and learn. Yeah. And if you need a template, Use um, the the notes provided and the, the spreadsheets provided in our value of everything course. It's a valuation course. It's free. Mm, and I think that's uh, the best way for people if they want to get started in investing in individual stocks. Just go, hey, I really love XYZ company. Maybe that's for you. That's Netflix. Like you're addicted to Netflix. You're watching all the time. Maybe you're going to spend five hours reading mm. their annual report, seeing what they do, seeing their global operations. And then you'll get a much better perspective of the business as a whole and see if you actually like 
putting that time in and that effort to researching individual companies. And if you have a child, a kid, that's or even just a loved one who doesn't like investing, that is a great way to do it. Mm. So find something they like um, that you have like a mutual, I don't know, like uh, you get mutual pleasure from like maybe it's like, (laughs) I don't know, like uh, a packet of chips. Maybe you want to maybe drink Coca-Cola. Maybe you watch Netflix together. Maybe you go to the Village Cinemas. Village is on the ASX. Coca-Cola's Amatol's on the ASX. Coca-Cola's on the New York Stock Exchange. Like you can buy, I think, part ownership in these businesses. Mm. Just go and do that. Yeah, and, and it's do it often together. less overwhelming if you think of investing in an actual company that you use. You go, I'm a paying comp- a customer of this company. Mm. I can actually understand it from that way. Yep. Um, and that's a, that's a good way. And I think the final one, so number, number 21, 21, drum roll, dun, 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 is as Owen would say, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yes. So often we can get completely tied up with focusing on saving and investing. And I mean, I we've all done it. Um, but make sure you look after yourself. Um, spend time with your friends and family. You occasionally treat yourself. You go out, have fun, um, and enjoy 2021. Yeah. And this is a big thing. If you have a budget... You should always budget just free money. Yeah. It's Scott Pape had splurge, I think yeah. it was. Like I always said- Fun ju- money. Fun money. Play what, money. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. I, mean, I always thought that at least 10% of your money should be going towards some sort of holiday or experience, mm. like an experience fund, because that is so, so important. I think a lot of people have missed that this year. So yeah, something to think about. Um, so Kate, in summary, in conclusion, at the end, to do a recap- <laughs> What is one thing that you would want to sort out? Like uh, we're telling listeners to do one thing, pick one thing and do it today. What is one thing that you would do from this list? Well, or you will do. I am definitely investing in my education this year. This is a big focus for me at the moment. Um, And then probably just January, I usually spend a bit of time in January sorting out my investment goals and plan for the year. I go through what what are my current assets? What are my current liabilities? What do I want to achieve by the end of the year? And what's my action plan to getting there? So I'll work out how much I want to put away each month, how much I want to invest in different accounts or different ETFs mm-hmm. or shares or whatever I'm up to um, and just see if I can automate that and just make it as easy as possible so it's more hands-off during the year and I can focus on other things. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to do more of it. <laughs> meal prep. Because I find that when we're in the office, which isn't that often, I'm always buying grilled and grilled is so expensive. But I mean, it's so tasty could. and it's not good for your waistline. But it's it's expensive. Yeah, and you've got a deck to pay for. <laughs> I've got more than a deck, unfortunately. But yeah, <laughs> so that's going to be my thing. I'm just going to make bulk pastas, you know, everything, and put it in, put it in the freezer. Yeah, and bring it to work. Go oh, well, maybe you can make some for me too. Yeah, uh, yeah. But when you come over, <laughs> I'll cook you dinner. <laughs> take right. it out of the freezer. <laughs> take it. I'll have a freezer meal. That's that's exciting, Owen. Okay. Well, thanks, Kate, as always, for joining me. Thanks for listening. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. 
you can visit investsmart.com.au for a no-obligations, free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.